Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to our sanctuary, a sanctuary for skeptics and doubters, a place where people can ask questions, express disagreement, and still be treated with respect. Today I'm going to read a comment from one of my listeners, somebody who's commented a lot before. After I answer his question, I will elaborate. This question is from Tim. Tim usually disagrees in a respectful way, and today is no exception. Tim says, I'm listening with great interest to your March 23rd podcast, Conversation with a Theist. At about 23 minutes and 10 seconds, you state, and yeah, hypothetically, he could have had a bad nature and created us with a bad nature, but that's just not how it happens to be. That's his quotation of what I said in this program. Tim goes on, I also listened intently on the remainder for the conversation, and I did not really hear this concept revived or modified. In fact, further discussion on this reality seemed to have you reinforce this concept and how we happen to have been infused with a sense of morality that coincides with God's. My question is, doesn't your statement about your hypothetical acknowledge that there can be a standard of morality independent from any God? Doesn't stating hypothetically he could have had a bad nature necessarily acknowledge an external moral standard? This didn't get addressed in the discussion. Hope you're well. Tim. Well, thank you, Tim. It's always good to hear from you. I hope you're well, too. When we're talking about the eternal as beings who are confined by time and space, sometimes words can be inadequate, words such as hypothetically. And so I welcome this opportunity to clarify what I meant. Actually, this did get addressed in the discussion several times. Brian raised and re-raised the issue several times. He asked me to clarify whether God is good because there is a good principle above him that he feels obligated to abide by or because his nature just happens to be good. My reply was that his nature just happens to be good. Now, when I say happens or just happens, I don't mean that in the sense that something random took place. Neither was I suggesting that the goodness of God's nature was something he understood by some conscience telling him what to do. Instead, he is an eternal being who is loving, who creates people and insists that they too be loving if they are going to inhabit his universe. I made it very clear that morality cannot possibly exist independent of personality because morality is a commentary, an opinion, if you will, on human behavior or the behavior of any created being. God and God's personality together are as far back as we can go. Therefore, they are the personality and the commentary. When I use the word hypothetically, I simply mean that we live in a universe with a God who has a certain morality. This same God programmed us with the exact same morality. It's in our conscience. Had we hypothetically been created by a different God who happened to have a different moral nature, one that was not loving, one that did not care if we were loving, then that would have been our reality. But that's not the way it is. That is not 
the reality. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who missed this program, which Tim refers to, it's episode 156, Conversation with a Theist Who Is Not a Christian. It was a very friendly, very cordial, very interesting conversation. Brian, who was chatting with me, was a great guy. In context, this follows the moral argument for the existence of God, that our conscience, inasmuch as it's a running commentary on our behavior, condemning the many selfish things that we'd prefer to do but feel guilty about when we do them, that that very conscience points to a source of moral commentary outside of ourselves. In other words, some kind of creator who will hold us accountable. Advancing that argument to go from some kind of God to questions of what is this God like? Who is this God? Is he the God of the Bible? Is he the God of some other religion? Is he a God of no religion? Well, here the conscience helps us again. We learn about an artist from his artwork. Does it not make sense that creation would tell us a few things about God? How can we explain any noble human qualities apart from the source of life? Now, at this point, somebody might say, well, supposing the creator is both good and evil. After all, people are both good and evil. Is this not the most likely possibility? Well, my friends, there is no principle beyond God. Once again, we already established the relationship between morality and personality. Good and evil are not entities in themselves. They are choices and thoughts. It makes no sense to say that God would choose evil and choose good at the same time. The inward awareness of accountability tells you that God expects people to live a certain way. This revelation is based upon a divine decision. To say that God is also evil is to make God undecided in the standards he wants to establish. This would invalidate any reason to hold men and women accountable. Why would God create a conscience that condemns murder? if he himself were uncertain how he feels about murder. It would be a contradiction for God to say that evil was occasionally preferable or justified. If such were the case, evil would not be evil. Evil would be an opinion. Your conscience points to an awareness of God's opinion regarding standards. And I understand opinion is an inadequate word when we're talking about God, but such an opinion, I mean, is ultimate reality. As our creator, he holds the sole authority to establish such ideas, and he has these ideas because it's just the way he is. He is good. He hates evil. It's part of his nature. So you're asking, but if morality was established by God, could I not disagree with his establishment? Well, once again, that question is irrelevant. I mentioned this last time. It's irrelevant because you were created in such a way that you do not disagree. You disobey, but you do not disagree. We all disobey, but we do not disagree. In fact, as I've said before, the fact that we're so disobedient, the fact that we don't pay much attention to our conscience is one of the greatest arguments that we as human beings did not invent the conscience. If we were going to invent the conscience, we'd invent a set of ethics that we like better, that we live up to better. We'd invent a set of ethics and say, hey, it's great to be selfish. It's great to look out for number one. But is this really goodness? Yes, because the author of life says so. There can never be a more final decision. Remember, there was a time when only God, with his personality and the morals embedded in his personality, existed. Since he created everything, it is impossible to find a legitimate basis with which to challenge him. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. 
The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.